welcome to Season 2, Episode 9 of the Potter Discussion. I'm your host, Oscar, and here on the Potter Discussion, we discuss some of Harry Potter's deepest and darkest theories, tidbits, and little easter eggs you might have missed, and you probably did. Today, I have a theory about Ron Weasley. Ron Weasley, the youngest Weasley brother, and why he is so bad at magic. Before you get all defensive and go, what? No, Ron's not bad at magic. Well, we can all agree that for the first couple of books, he kind of is. He doesn't really cast the best of spells, and his wand work isn't on par. So why is that? He goes back to being basically average, if not above average, in the third book. Why does this happen? Why is it so sudden? Well, today, I shall answer that question. Without further ado, let us go into it right now. Why is Ron so bad at magic? Ron Weasley is the youngest brother in the vast majority of other brothers and family. Ron was trying to get himself a name and show that he is not that similar to his brothers. And although most of his attempts ultimately failed, Ron still turned out standing out. But they say a journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. What did it take Ron the better part of three years to squeeze that first step out? Why did he start out so far behind his other brothers? I think the answer to this question is in his wand. Just like many of the other things Ron has, it is in fact a hand-me-down. That is never something you want with a wand. Both Ollivander and Pottermore agree that changing ownership midway through a wand's life decreases the power of the wand for the second owner. This puts Ron at a disadvantage right at the start. Having a less powerful wand is never something a person would go looking for. This is even more of a humiliation and annoyance for Ron and the rest of the Weasleys because they can't replace the wand Ron has for the first two years Ron is at school. The Weasley family is on the poorer side, which is a large problem, as you can see. Now, let's talk about the wand. The wood, rather. Elm. We don't have a detailed description of um, what Elm does, but I found some, some things on Pottermore that could catch your eye. I won't talk about the whole article because it was about 20 pages long, but here is the summary. Elm Wood seeks out pure blood wizards. It has been with many famous wizards from the Harry Potter universe, such as Abraxas Malfoy. Elmwood does not like to make mistakes. It prefers to cast spells very elegantly. This could be a large portion of our theory. So what other components could there be to it? That would be the core. The core of Ron's wand is unicorn hair. Unicorn hair is known for its unpowerful nature and resentfulness to switch owners. That's exactly what could have caused this problem. Let's not forget that the wand was Bill's before Ron got it. 
Bill must have been wearing it down for over the years he had it. So he didn't want it. So he gave Ron his old, battered, unpowerful, loyal to him wand. Straight to his brother. And called it a day. So, boom. There you go. That is why, or that the possibility of why Ron did not have the good end of the coin. He didn't land on heads. Because his wand was not up to par. Elm Wood did not like to cast bad spells. And we saw that Ron did not cast the best of spells. Maybe it just, like, flat out did not cast the actual spells for Ron when he was actually, like, casting them. And he was growing hair unpowerful, likes to stay with its, with its original owner. So that's like the exact opposite of, wa- of what Ron would have wanted if Bill had given his wand, which he did. I feel like this could be a very plausible theory, and it's almost as if J.K. Rowling wrote it into the story. That's kind of how it feels because it fits so well. It definitely could make sense that because the wand was so battered and old, Will, uh, not Will, Bill, just decided that, oh, wow, like, this is not a great wand. I'm kind of done with it. And he just, like, threw it aside, and Ron just happened to be there, and he caught it. Not literally, but you kind of know what I mean. And then Ron, because, like, oh, he has a wand now, that's his wand. So he never really got a new wand. And we actually noticed that, we noticed that in, in the third book, Ron had to get a new wand because his had been snapped in half, and he he repaired it with spello tape, which is probably not the best idea for a wand. So he he wrapped around some spello tape, and he was like, "Ooh, better wand." And of course, it didn't work, and it was like turning glasses into fuzzy things with. Some, I don't know, a tail. I, I think that's what he did in the movie. He was trying to transfigure a bird into a glass. And it well, might, might, might have been a mouse, but some kind of something. And it, like, got all fuzzy, and it got a tail. And then Ron was like, oh, my wand is horrible. But then he got a new wand, and everyone was like, yeah, Ron, gonna be good at magic. I mean, he kind of was. He was, well, he was better at magic. Ron might have been. He could have been just, like, not a great wizard. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Ron. But maybe that could be the case. I think definitely the his actual wand in the beginning of the story definitely was why he um, couldn't perform, like, awesome spells. But I think also the combination of his, I don't know, like, he wasn't the best at magic could actually be like the that combination of three horrible things in a row like the the unicorn hair didn't switch owners it was unpowerful and wood didn't perform bad spells and the fact that ron wasn't really an awesome wizard all combined made the absolute worst combination for anyone if they received a wand from a sibling or just found it on the street i mean yeah that could definitely be like a big portion of why Ron didn't perform the best spells and I'm glad he kind of like he kind of picked up the slack as he was going through his years but he definitely was at an all-time low in his first two years at school. I've always wondered what an actual piece of wizard homework looked like. They always, like, show, well, not show, but exactly, but, like, in the books, they always talk about how Harry's, like, doing his homework, and they, like, they're writing on parchment, but they're, like, also reading books, and they're doing all these things, they're practicing spells. I've always wondered what an actual piece of wizard homework would look like, but 
that's a not a known topic at all. Yeah. So the theory. I mean, as I was making and creating and writing this theory, I was I was feeling so bad for Ron because I would keep finding these hits. It was unicorn hair, Elwood. He's good. His brother. He's good. He's good. I was so sad for Ron when all those things happened right in a row and a row and a row and a row and a row. But it's it definitely could be part of the story, and that could be why Harry turned out um, as he did. And I know that obviously is not like the biggest of parts, but maybe Harry had to do his homework a couple times, and maybe Harry picked up the slack and he learned better, and that could like kind of guide him up the path that he went up. So that I, f- I feel like that could be that would be awesome. That would be honestly super super cool and awesome if that was really the case. But um yeah. That was the fun theory. I had fun making that one. I either, either either though even either though even though I am sorry for Ron now. The theory's over. We got it over with. So that's pretty cool. Next episode, I I can't hold it in. (laughs) I will be talking about the age-old question, at least for Harry Potter, where do vanished objects go? I am so excited, so excited for that theory. Where do vanished objects go? I'll be answering that question. So definitely stick around for that one. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing as it helps me and it helps you because you get to hear all the juicy new secrets and theories about the Harry Potter universe. Please leave a five-star review because if you do, you might get it read on the air. I am going to read a review next episode, so you should definitely, definitely leave one to get in the running as early as possible. And if you're listening to this and... The next episode's already out. Well, leave one right away because you have a better chance of having it read. If you have any comments, questions, or theories that you want to hear on the podcast, you can send me an email. My email is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. That's uh, thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. And if you want more of like a text format, you can always go DM me on Instagram. My handle is at thepotterdiscussion, at thepotterdiscussion. Not that hard to remember. Anyways, stay safe and wear your mask. Bye-bye.